What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Dreams Don't Die audio experience. We got a good episode planned for today. Thank you to everyone who sent in questions and topics for us to talk about. I reckon there'll be some good value in today's episode. Yeah, it's always good um, hearing from you guys and just hearing what you guys yeah want us to discuss and would like to hear from our point of view throughout our journey. As Alex said, we got some yeah, really good questions today and keen to get stuck into that. Yeah, so jump straight in. First question up, how long did it take your brand to get to the point of having a stable income? Yeah, this is a really good one. Um, obviously, when you're, you know, you're starting off on your own journey, your own business, you know, you really, ideally, you really want to be making money straight away. You know, you want to be able to leave your job and do this stuff full time. But yeah, the reality is it's definitely not that easy. And that's not something you want to expect to happen straight up. No, and I think this is where a lot of people go wrong when they're first starting out. They do expect to be making money and making sales really fast straight up and they don't actually have the patience to put that work in and really see that start to pay off. Yeah, like a lot of people, they can overestimate what they'll achieve in the first six months or a year, but actually underestimate what you can achieve in like five to ten years if you really do put the work in. But um. Lucky for us, like, yeah, we sort of, we had that bigger goal and that broader picture and even when we started, if stuff didn't take off straight away, we weren't, weren't really too phased by that. No, exactly. And it, it does, it all works in levels. Like, I think for the first few months, you know, we were probably doing a few sales a week here and there, but like we say, we set goals, we knew the numbers that we would have to start hitting to be able to make it a full-time job for us to be able to support us and you know cover the mortgage on our house and all that stuff so we knew what we had to hear it was just a matter of us keeping at it and working at it and getting it to that point and yeah lucky for us when we did start the business we did launch the online store we were already in um in casual part-time jobs we were both working three to four days a week which was perfect at the time because we could go in there still I think in those jobs we were earning maybe like around 700 bucks a week each which was definitely enough for us to live and get get by and being able to go in there for three days to four days and have you know a further three to four days off to work on the business and work on what we really wanted to do that was a really good balance. Yeah but to answer your question I would say until we got to the point where we were making enough income where we could really go, yeah, now it's time for us to look at leaving our jobs. It would have taken us probably about seven months since we launched our online store yeah. to start to see them sort of results. And even at that stage, it wasn't a solid income where it was like, yeah, we're going to leave and we'll be swayed. It literally just got to the point where we were like happy with where it was heading and it, it was enough for us to go, well, you know, even if we don't make that much money over the next six months, we'll be able to get by living as cheap as we can. And yeah, it was just the right time. We made that commitment. And after that, stuff just took off even yeah. more. Uh, yeah, I think it was probably around the eight month mark to when we actually left our jobs fully. And then, yeah, from there, when we've been able to give 100% of our time, the amount it scaled up from then and the results we've seen have just been zero to none. Yeah, so for us, we're super stoked. You know, we started the business and managed to leave our part-time jobs through this full-time within eight months. And yeah, for us, that was a massive achievement. And it just goes to show how quickly, you know, you can make your dreams a reality if you do believe in what you're doing and put the work in. 
Yeah, 100%. All right, let's jump into the next one. Are you guys making any more hoodies or T-shirts? Yeah, we do get this question come up from time to time and looking forward into 2020 and 2021 at this stage, yeah, to be 100% honest, we aren't looking at releasing any more um, T-shirts or hoodies on the website. No, it's something that we have put a lot of thought into and yeah, definitely with how we plan to move forward and what we want to achieve, being able to offer you guys the best quality frames and the best experience possible. We do, well, we have come to the decision that we think it's best if we just focus on the sunglasses and that side of it and, yeah, really put our time and effort into making the quality and the experience of the product as best as we can. Yeah, we definitely want to become more and more recognised as a sunglasses brand and in that field and that's, yeah, where we're definitely going to put our focus moving forward. All right, number three, guys, we've got tips or advice for aspiring content creators slash business models or models. All right, yeah, it's a good one. Um, I think the number one, the number one biggest thing to start with is just to make a start. You know, if you have goals, if you have aspirations that you want to achieve, you just have to get started. There's no point making excuses, putting it off like, majority of us do you just got to get stuck in and make a start yeah make a start and also in the beginning just yeah really try rewire your mindset and your perspective to just fully believe that you know if this is what you want to do get to the point where you believe that it's going to happen no matter what like if you're an aspiring content creator business owner or model and you go in there as like oh this might not work you sort of go in there with a backup plan the chances that it probably won't end up working like you really need to rewire your mind and your perspective and the way you see things to just fully believe that if that's what you want to do you're going to make it happen no matter what yeah not only that a lot of the time when you do try and do something different or something out of the ordinary you'll have yeah people telling you you can't you'll have haters telling you you know why are you doing that putting you down you know you've got to learn to block that out this is your life your dreams it doesn't matter what anyone else says you've got to be strong enough to be able to block that stuff out and push forward also surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are achieving that that want to achieve the same things that you do that's one of the quickest ways to bring yourself up onto that higher level yeah definitely and especially as a, a content creator or a model it's um it's really important to block out that noise, as Alex said, because ideally, if that's the field you're going into, you know, you want you want to develop your own style and your own creativity and that sort of stuff. You know, you don't want to go in there and necessarily just copy other people's work and their styles. Like, you want to stand out. You want to be different. You want to have your own creative aspect that people start to recognize you for. So it's really important to be able to yeah, narrow in on not worrying about what other people think and just doing you and your own thing. If you want to become great at whatever it is that you're doing, you need to learn to enjoy the process. It's not easy and it's never sure. It's never an overnight success sort of thing. You know, you got to put the work in. There is so many ups and downs along the way. So you need to just learn, yeah, to take that with a grain of salt, enjoy the ups, enjoy the downs and... Yeah, if you can learn to do that, I think, yeah, you will love the process and you will love it. Yeah, they, I think they're definitely definitely the main tips for people to aspiring into those sort of fields. All right, on to the next one, number four. For the new guys out there, 
if you have 1k how would you start and grow an e-commerce biz all right guys yeah for those of you who don't know what an e-com biz is that's pretty much e-commerce online business so online store selling products or a service online and yeah obviously 1k isn't a huge amount you know when we were starting off we did start off with pretty low numbers ourselves so yeah we do understand it's hard and yeah with 1k can be especially hard but yeah we'll give you guys a sort of a few different options and how we sort of feel would be the best to start off from scratch yeah pretty much with um econ biz online biz there's pretty much two ways you can go with that the first option for those who don't know is it's called private label which is pretty much like building a brand it means you get custom products or you get all your products branded with your brand name your brand logo you source and hold all the products yourself so you ship all the products out and yeah pretty much it's just fully building a brand where you handle and control everything and that's that's an example of what our nolan bros business is and then on the other hand, you've got drop shipping. This is something generally which you can start off at a much lower cost with drop shipping. It is good because you don't hold stock. You source stock from a manufacturer wherever overseas in Australia, wherever that is, and they directly send your orders out to the customer. So really all you're doing is setting up your online store, running ads, then placing the order, through your manufacturer and then it gets sent directly out to the customer. So yeah. it is a lot more streamlined way of doing it, but it isn't as good in the long run as building your own brand. Yeah, it's definitely not as good in the long run because obviously your products aren't branded. You have less control over the shipping times and the customer experience, but yeah, it's, it is just another option. And yeah, another quick example of drop shipping is like print to order websites, print to order services where you can put products up and then you order them based on what the customer orders and it gets printed up and, and sent out. Yeah, from our knowledge of what we have learned and what we have done, when we started off, we did start off with the private labeling and that was super hard to start off on low budget, but after knowing what we know now, we probably would slightly change from how we did first start off. Yeah, if you're someone who only has 1K and you're starting off with, yeah, minimal experience, we would probably suggest looking at a dropship option to start. We would suggest, obviously, look into what product you want to do, find a really good supplier that, you know, you can work with with the dropshipping model where they'll um, pack and ship your orders out immediately for you. The idea behind that is you're not going to have to outlay any money for product up front. You can literally jump online, grab a Shopify free trial. We build all our stores on Shopify. Shopify is awesome. Plus, they give you generally 14-day free trial. So there's no startup cost there. You could jump on Shopify, build your store, connect with a good supplier who can drop ship your products. And then literally the first time when it comes to actually outlaying money, is on advertising and marketing and actually testing the product to see if it sells. Yeah, and just to jump back to the start a little bit, if you guys have never done anything like this before and you don't really know anything about it, we would almost suggest before you even start doing any of this, you want to learn as much as you possibly can, whether it's YouTube, listening to podcasts, you really want to 
learn the online marketing side, how to set up a Shopify store, content creation even. The more you can learn to do yourself before starting this, the cheaper it's going to be and the more effective and better results you're going to see. Yeah, definitely. If you've only got 1K, that's the most important thing before you do anything is that you actually take the time and put the effort in to learn as much as you can so you can do as much of this process yourself. And that that's exactly what we did before we even launched our first store we had been probably we spent a month probably up to a year now Lee, while we were building everything you know just learning just watching youtube videos listening to podcasts doing all that sort of thing that's literally the most important thing if you are starting with 1k is to go out there and soak in as much knowledge as you can beforehand yeah and as we were saying start with the drop shipping method it is the cheapest way to literally get started but what we would recommend is is once you are up and running and once you are making sales and you do see potential with the product you are selling, we would quite quickly recommend to try and swap that over then to a private label store. Yeah, definitely dropship, good. You, as Alex said, you can test the market, you can see if the product's selling, if that you think there's potential there and obviously if you're passionate about it then start switching it over to private label, find a supplier who can send the products to you, branded, customize them, make them your own, get your own packaging, all that sort of stuff, work out better, shipping services, and then that's when you can really then take that brand to the next level. Because if you do swap it over to a private label, guys, that brand will then be a lot more valuable. And it's just a much, much better, much more sustainable model in general. You know, it's a better experience for yeah. the customers. It's it's more fulfilling for yourself as well because you're actually, you know, you're actually branding the products. You're actually making your own stuff, putting your own message and your own thing out there. But yeah, if you're starting with 1K, the drop shipping's good. It gives you a chance to test the market without spending too much. Plus, if your products do start going well, it gives you that initial cash flow that you can then use to put into switching it over to a private label brand. And we would think that's a pretty good way to start. Yeah, definitely. All right, sweet. On to the next one. Question five. What do you do in your downtime? Do you ever need solo time or do you always chill together? Uh, so to be honest, like at the moment, we don't really have a lot of downtime. Everything is going really well in the brand. So we are super busy and yeah, like for a lot of people that might seem like, oh, you don't really have a life, but we actually are loving what we're doing and we're extremely passionate about it. So, you know, for us, it doesn't really seem like that much of an issue yeah i think a lot of people ask that often they're like oh so what do you do in your spare time like what do you do when you're not working but that's the thing a lot of people don't get to the point in their life where they are doing something they love full time 24 7 and when you do find that like working seven days a week working long hours of the day it's it's not a chore you don't actually need downtime like it's super rewarding like you wake up you push yourself every day you're working towards making your goals a reality that is actually so fulfilling and so rewarding if, if we weren't putting that work in and we weren't doing like seven days a week and we did have all this spare time on our hands i can guarantee we wouldn't be as happy as we are now yeah definitely and obviously within the brand the things we do you know we do a lot of stuff where we go on like cool trips and we go shoot at cool places and 
all that sort of stuff technically fast is like downtime you know we love outdoors adventuring traveling going to nice places hanging out with good people and we're fortunate enough that we're building a life where that literally is our work so fast that is is a lot of the downtime really yeah exactly and in saying that we do try every now and again to take a little bit of time away from it. So normally one afternoon a week, we'll try put down the computers a bit earlier and chill out. Normally around three in the Arvo, we'll stop and we'll have a few drinks, have a cheat meal and that, and yeah, just chill out. Yeah, and we do enjoy that, that one night a week where we do that. It's nice just to sort of switch off from the, the brand and the computer side of stuff for a couple of hours and literally just do what normal people do, sit on the couch, watch a bit of Netflix, have a couple of drinks and, and just chill. Yeah, and that's pretty much the situation for us at the moment. And yeah, it wouldn't work for some people, but it works for us. Yeah, we love it. And obviously, as we've spoken about plenty of times before, we do do meditation in the morning each day. And I think that plays a big part in not so much needing downtime and that because Doing that, it literally just resets you, relaxes you and puts you in a really good space. And yeah, like as you touched on before, the whole point of what we're trying to do with the Dreams Don't Die project is, you know, it's lifestyle design. It's to create a life you don't have to escape from. So, you know, the whole meaning of that is to create a life where it doesn't feel like you're working and you enjoy what you're doing. So it's good for us. We love what we're doing and... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it continues on into the future like that. All right, guys, on to the next one. What drives you to make a top-line fashion brand? I think definitely, um, yeah, what drives us the most with the brand and what we're doing is, is literally the message behind it. Putting that out there through fashion and through our sunglasses, it's definitely that deeper meaning and that message that really does push us to want to get it out there in front of more people and make it a global brand. Yeah, like as I said before, you know, like we want to have a positive impact on other people. So that is definitely the biggest driving force behind what we do. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we want to make the best frames and the best products and that. But yeah, the really driving factor is the substance and the values behind it. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, number seven. How did you discover what you wanted to do in life and how was the journey? Uh, good one. It's a one that we have touched on quite a bit more in detail in the previous episodes. But, yeah, I guess for us, started from a super young age, just through the stuff that we did, through the riding and I guess being lucky enough to uh, experience and do quite a lot with that for the young age that we were at. Yeah, guys, we were obviously, you know, riding bikes, started traveling the world. We developed big goals really early on, as we have mentioned in a lot of previous podcasts. We still did have limiting beliefs at the time and never fully, fully believed in where we were going or what we were doing. But at the same time, yeah, we were lucky enough to be super motivated, super driven and always pushing for for something more you know we, we always yeah. just knew we never wanted just to settle for a normal life yeah like we have both done apprenticeships and you know we we didn't enjoy that at all at the time and from trying and experiencing so much I think yeah as you said we always did know we didn't want to just settle for the nine to five jobs and 
we always did want that, want more. So for us, it was never a question of settling for that. It just took us a while to figure out what that was actually going to be. Yeah, and as we kept, yeah, going through that process, you know, being in part-time jobs that we weren't liking, you know, riding, moving through that to, you know, starting our own brand and really, yeah, experiencing more, learning more about ourselves, lives, and then really believing in what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go. And obviously that, yeah, that's how we come about the brand and why everything started moving so fast since yeah, and we launched. I think it. when that all started happening, we kind of knew at the time that it was right, it felt good, and yeah, we haven't really looked back since. Yeah, so definitely we discovered what we wanted to do in life just by always following what we were passionate about or interested in, always, you know, taking any opportunity that came by us, giving anything a go, and above all else, always never giving up on that dream or that deep down belief that, you know, we weren't going to have a normal life and we were going to do something really good with our lives that we did want to do. All right, on to number eight. Where do you see the brand in 10 years? Yeah, that's a massive one. In 10 years, like, I think it's going to be nuts where we will be at in 10 years to see how far and fast we've come, yeah, within a year, like, 10 years, I could not even put my finger on it exactly, but... Yeah, like, we probably wouldn't really have an exact thing that we see ourselves doing in 10 years because with how far it has come in such a short amount of time, the year and a half that we have been running, you know, like, you couldn't even put a thing on it. At the moment, for us, it's really just focusing every day, you know, to push as hard as we can grow as much as possible and yeah really build a team and a back end to the brand to be able to really get us to them big levels that we want to get to yeah i think definitely in 10 years though yeah we could see ourselves as a globally recognized brand with a really awesome team that works with us and have a great environment for them to work in as well and yeah and obviously just be able to impact others around the world and be able to help them on you know their journey to creating the life that they desire yeah literally dreams don't die project just a global movement with a shit ton of people behind it who are chasing their dreams and making that a reality yeah, and that's the plan but i'm sure we'll get there before 10 years yeah plenty of twists and turns along the way yeah, that's, that's for sure 100 all right on to the last one for today when will you be doing another dream tour yeah guys we are super keen to do another dream tour we were before all the coronavirus stuff kicked off we we're obviously um planning to do one in bali around may but obviously that had to get put on the back burner but it's nice to see that a lot of the restrictions are lifting off now we are Coming into some winter months, but we will be sitting down soon and looking at when we can pencil in another date for one of them. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, I don't think we will be able to do an overseas one, but at the least we want to try and do one in Perth or in somewhere in Australia. Something, as we mentioned, we love going out shooting and doing that stuff with you guys. So yeah, we've been spewing that we haven't been able to do one yet, so we're keen to get out there as soon as possible yeah it's always an awesome day it's awesome to get a big group of creative people in an environment like that and yeah to have the opportunity to put something like that on is super rewarding yes yeah. yeah that's all we've got for you guys today and yeah i just want to say again thanks thanks for all the support these question and answer sort of episodes are something that we really enjoy doing we love to be able to give you guys as much value as possible so 
yeah, as always, if you do have any questions, if you do want to know anything, don't be scared. Just DM us on Instagram, Facebook, and we will get back to you. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. If you haven't joined the text community already, please do text your name to 0412-926-329. We're sending little motivational messages out here and there, and it's awesome to connect with you guys through that as well. So thank you again. Have an amazing week ahead, and we'll speak to you soon.